Welcome back to the Marvel Movie Minute, a daily podcast which we smash apart the films in the Marvel Cinematic Universe into one-minute chunks so we can analyze them in scrupulous detail. I'm Kyle Olson from the Road to Infinity podcast. Hey, and I'm Rob Camasco, and this is a part two of a cold open conversation we had many minutes ago. <laughs> do you remember Do you remember when we talked about the, you know, like, if you were being chased, right? Mm, yeah. Like, oh, like, yeah. Like a monster's chasing you, what do you do? And I've yeah. always said, well, I'm not running because it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, not going to yeah. work, right? Right. Stand and fight. There's no comedy insinuated with this. Have you ever been in a, in a situation where you were out in public and you thought, oh, something really, really bad is about to happen? <sighs> What do I do? I, I, you know, I have had that situation. I, I would say this. Really? I, I, will, I think you probably have a better one than I do. This is a, a very, very minor thing. But uh, when my wife and I, uh, when we first were married, we lived in Minnesota. Uh, okay. So we went to the Mall of America. So the Mall of America is the biggest mall in uh, the country. So it's four stories. It's full of. It's about to be supplanted by another mall, actually. Ah, interesting. Yeah, yeah I know, and I know there's one actually in Canada that's right. bigger. Uh, but uh, so, and it was. A, it's a big tourist attraction, and uh, locals don't go. But like we right. used to love it. There's some great stuff in there. So we would go on a regular basis. So one day we walked in, and we walked into the mall, and just and just we both stopped and went, man, something's off. Like, both of us just got a weird psychic vibe. Like, both of us at the same time were like, yeah, we we should go. Like, I, I don't want to be here anymore. And we just turned around and walked out. Now, I would like to end that story by saying, and then it blew up. Or, you know, or then it turns well, no, you wouldn't like to end the story like no. that. No, 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 right? no, no. <laughs> but to have a thing. But, all, but basically, both of us independently had a psychic vibe of right. we need to get the hell out of here. Right. And we did. We just turned around, walked out, and left. One of the weird psychic phenomena things of just there is something wrong and we need to go. And nothing and nothing crazy happened? No. Not, I mean, not that we know of. I mean, not that we ever ever found out. But it was just like one of those. Like I say, I wish there was like. And then later on, we found out. Maybe no? you'll never you'll just, never know what happened, right? Right. Well, okay. Just a weird psychic thing. So we haven't had like I've had you know uncomfortable moments and stuff, things like that. But I've never had a moment. And thank goodness, and I hope nobody here has, right? But you know, I mean, obviously the world is a crazy place, right? Mm-hmm. But it always blows my mind. Like if you had that, and, and you just gave me the perfect example of this. If you had that moment, your first inclination, I think, to most people would be is, oh, we have to get away from this yeah right like right. okay we need to go yeah flight <laughs> that is not at all what happens <laughs> in this part of the movie and i know you're probably if you're listening to this, you're thinking it's like where the hell were you going with this <laughs> where i'm going with this is the entire population of a very busy street mm-hmm. in new york city yeah just decided to say oh that stuff's blown up what do you think's happening Hey, huh. what is it? Is let's, is that a hot dog you've got there? Let's like, stand around and watch. What is going on? <laughs> like, yeah, no. Anyway, it's just yeah. It, the, it, it's getting to the point in the movie where mm, I don't. <laughs> I've got some issues. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, we got some issues, and and some, and we're gonna have some really weird trivia today on minute ninety of the Incredible Hulk. We have reached the hour and a half mark. Uh, wow. Here in uh, The Incredible Hulk from 2008, directed by Louis Leterrier. Uh, and so we, we pick up where we left off, which is in the helicopter, uh, heading towards uh, the action. We had just heard the roar, and, and they had seen Abomination in all his greedy, uh, long-necked glory. And so they had turned to look at Ross like, what the heck? And then Bruce says, one of yours? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fantastic. It's a fantastic moment. Yeah. Because it's like the worm has turned, and so then, uh, then Betty, the second best line of this minute, uh, when she says, "Oh my God, 
what have you done? And Ross gets, here's what seals this. Yes, this is what's amazing. This is the total puppy who made a mess in the living room uh-huh. and knows it. Yeah. And it's funny because we, okay, we've talked about how, what a horrible person he is throughout yes. this whole movie. Oh, yes. And now all of a sudden he's just like, oh, sorry. I'm, yeah, because the the expression that's on his face that, that William Hurt manages to pull off is something we have not seen Ross no. show the entire rest of the, the previous nine, 89 minutes. Shame. He is ashamed. Not only is he ashamed, like his his uh, hair's a little tussled. Yeah, he's yeah. a little disheveled. <laughs> like he's like, I done messed up. <laughs> it's it's the most vulnerable. It, it is it is a moment of vulnerability that this character has not shown. Yes. Yeah. So then, uh, as we as we head back onto the street, uh, obviously the NYPD got the memo because uh, they're uh, full on into Operation More Bullets. <laughs> yes. That's... Operation More Bullets has now become uh, local NYPD. <laughs> Oh, oh, shooting the thing. Man. Okay, so then they, they they cut to the shot of abomination, and abomination is just backhanded dudes. Oh He's no! Like just they're flying in the air, and you and these people. I mean, let's be honest, they are dead. Yeah, they're dead before they hit the ground. I, I, these people are not. No, they didn't survive. But but before you you mourn these people, I can tell you that uh, a a really really unusual piece of trivia came from the commentary track, uh, because uh, in fact all those people who died were not. Multiple people, they were one person. What? And that one person was famous comedic actor Ben Stiller. Wait. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. So, according to Louis Leterrier, the digital doubles they had were digital doubles that were created for Night at the Museum and were still in the archives of the special effects house. So, all they did was take the digital double they had created of Ben Stiller and put him in different clothes, and that's everyone that Abomination is killing is Ben Stiller over and over and over again. No way! Oh, that's <laughs> ridiculous! Because they're, they're low res, you know, like they're far away. Like they're, they're not, you know, getting big close-ups of the people flying through the air. Yes, that's all. It's Ben Stiller over and over again. Okay, wait. I'm looking at this scene. By, I'm looking at this now frame by frame. Yep. You can, There's no way you could tell. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. All those the ones are flying in the air. All those there's all Ben Stiller. Okay, that may that wins the award for the weirdest piece of information in season right? two of the Marvel Movie Minute. <laughs> oh, you know what? I have I have I have uh, another piece of information that's going to come in this very minute that might uh, be similar on the same kind of level. Uh, but before we get to that, uh, I think there's something that the audience is waiting for. They've been demanding. They are tuned in for one thing in particular. Oh, jeez. That's right. It's time for <laughs> Joris Jansky as the White Soldier, Arnold Pinnock as the Black Soldier, Tig Fogg as Asian Cop, Jason Hunter as the White Cop, Delta Four is back. Episode three, Facing the Fire. Okay, I didn't know. I love the fact that you did the entire <laughs> intro for every part of this. That's amazing. Well, yeah, it's the, it's the opening credits oh. to the mini movie that's happening right now. Delta Four. Delta Four. Because this, okay, so why do I, why am I making a big deal of Delta Four? I'm making a big deal of Delta Four. Because of this line, this is why I love Delta Four, because they are the smartest soldiers in this entire movie. This is true. Because right here, Joris Jarsky says the line that no other soldier in the entire movie has said. 
You think a rifle's going to hurt that? Thank you. Oh! Thank you. Finally. <laughs> Someone actually refuted Operation More Bullets. And do you know what, though? Do you know why? Why? Because Ross wasn't there. Yeah, right. Yeah, Ross is, is you know, he's the architect behind Operation More That's, Bullets. I, I got to say this. It really hit me that. Huh? Uh-huh. Why is that? That's right. Because Ross is because Delta Four. They follow their own rules. Yeah, exactly. Delta Four. So uh, they, they so the Delta Four comes up with their own ideas. So like, but they have something bigger. So they turn around and pop open the case, and I, I believe uh, Arnold Pinnock actually says, "Oh yeah," or I can't, or "Oh wow," okay. I can't I don't know exactly what it was, but like a like a, oh yeah, because inside there is the Stark Industries Titan AS One V One rocket launcher. Oh wow. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it gets better. Okay. Do you, Rob, do you know why I know that it's the Titan AS-1v1 rocket launcher? Why? Well, partially it comes from the Internet Movie Firearms Database. Sorry, guys. Those guys are awesome. Um, awesome. Those guys are awesome. However, <laughs> the reason why I actually know this is because it's a Nerf gun. No. Yes. That rocket launcher is actually the Nerf N-Strike Titan AS-1 missile launcher air pump dart gun that's been redressed to look like a really cool rocket. Okay, you can't see. <laughs> that is literally a Nerf gun. They just added some piece to it. My jaw is my jaw is completely wide open because I'm yeah. looking at the screenshot and yes it is. Yes it is. If you look if you search for Nerf Strike Titan ASV1, you will see it's exactly that. So much so that Nerf actually re-released it when the movie came out as the Hulk Abomination Blaster. Oh my god. <laughs> they just, basically the prop guys were like yeah that looks really good and so they just and it's not the first time this has happened and it won't be the last it's nerf or nothing a lot of places have, have redressed uh nerf guns because nerf has really great weapon design uh, and so they actually took this and they added a scope and they added like an extender on the back and stuff too but it really is a nerf gun that he pulls out and do that it's supposed to be a stark industries rocket launcher but it's actually from Nerf, they've replaced now the the main the main missile the main projectile is probably not the foam yes. Nerf one that you've seen. No, 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 not really not that. And they also add like a I think there's like a big scope that goes on like a like a rangefinder thing. They added that on as well. And obviously, obviously, they changed the color because the original Nerf one uh, is orange, uh, and then the the Hulk one is green. Of course, the Hulk Abomination Blaster. And actually, just a little side note on this: if you're interested in that world of taking Nerf guns and turning them into something that looks amazing, mm-hmm. obviously, you can find a whole bunch of different people who do this online. But if you're ever a fan of MythBusters, Adam Savage has done some amazing one day builds where he's done that to Nerf guns, and they're just incredible. Yeah. Yeah, and a lot, it's, some really it's neat a stuff. Big fan, uh, favorite thing among cosplayers. Yeah, absolutely. Oh no, yeah. of course, and of course. And I mean, no, no, nice you're doing to, all that. So you're not like carrying a, 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 a gun, gun. You're carrying a Nerf. So it makes it a lot better. Okay, so let's just add one thing about the shot: yeah. is beautiful, beautiful crane yeah, shot. Yeah, it really is. Of over their heads pivoting. Yeah. In this open air Hummer, which is the way you could do this, mm-hmm. and it looks absolutely beautiful. It's a, it's a wonderful. Again, this movie is just filled with these wonderfully well choreographed camera movements yeah that i think are... a lot of these were on a truck oh I think okay. they did like the because the, there's a lot of like really fast i don't think it was like they didn't put the poor right. steady cam operator right say, oh absolutely Run! right uh, i think that uh, alas is like actually on a car that they they went through too because with a shout of booyah uh he fires the rocket so that's joris fires the rocket and and this is yeah like you say this is where we get a beautiful tracking shot oh yeah uh as it goes at no i assume this is a, a combination of the two things obviously because the rocket wasn't real nor was what is it going to hit but i think the tracking probably was 
like they, they probably just you know race down the street maybe on cables but maybe like across the the, the top of all those cars racing through as we the rocket and the abomination catches it <laughs> oh for me <laughs> oh what's this a snack like yeah. Right. yeah he gets it yeah exactly he grabs it and headbutts it and it explodes and just covers him in fire and he laughs it's really it, okay it's a that's that, that that's a pretty badass movie. it's a no i'll tell you what it's a cool scene because the motion blur everything on it is just it's it looks great i mean you know yeah. again is aged very well let's put the design of the character notwithstanding okay, we'll yeah, side. Side. We, we, we. but okay it really does it there's another good thing in addition to the voice we really get a personality. Yeah, it's rare that you get you get such a villain character like this, like a beast character mm-hmm. that really has a personality. And this personality is, uh, <laughs> yeah. Wait till you see what I'm going to do to you. Which you know, it's surprising. Okay, so then let's 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 try and unpack that a little bit. So yeah. So this is another problem that I have with this movie. So early on in this movie, there was a very important scene. It was somewhere around the twenties. Where it was, it was the uh, uh, the courtship of Betty's father, around uh, around in there. Where Blonsky says, basically, if I ha- if I had the, the brain I have now and the body I had twenty years ago, that's a guy I wouldn't want to fight. That's not this. The idea of a military Hulk, a focused tactical, you know, like a soldier. Right. But that's not this. So, like, where is Blonsky's head right now? What what is going on with him too? Because I, I I cannot fathom what his agenda, what his thoughts, what is going on in his head right now. Beyond just the fact that like, hey, I strong now, I throw things. Oh no, it's all bravado. Okay, that's all. That no, I think I literally think it's that simple. It's all bravado. That's it. Just just showing off. Yes. No. And just because of what we just said, he catches and he doesn't just he doesn't see it even coming. Yeah. He purposely, they're almost, because, okay, well, how does this scene play out? Yeah. In this, like, two seconds. The, the missile, you see the missile come yep. up. It comes right up behind him. He f- turns around at the absolute last moment to catch the missile and then headbutt it. He's intention. he knows the missile's coming. Mm-hmm. The implication is he's intentionally waiting to the last possible moment <laughs> because he can. <laughs> and then he headbutts it. And not only does he headbutt it, okay, he also allows himself to be covered in the propellant and the explosive yeah. material yeah. so that it can make him look really scary. This is a villain who is based nothing more in clear machismo. This is what I'm doing. So I, I guess what is his what is his bigger goal here? Like I like okay, so so Marvel has a a bad habit of let's take the hero, make him a little bigger with the exact same powers, and they fight. And that's what happens in a bunch of their movies. Right. Until they sort of went, oh, maybe we could uh, try something different. So we, we saw it literally just happen at the end of Iron Man. But Obadiah Stane had a definite, you know, like uh, agenda and stuff that he, he would go on to. Right, motivation. And also he needed Tony out of the way so he could run the company and that kind of stuff. I don't get what Blonsky is doing here. Like, okay, so we've, we've had the, I finally got what I wanted, which is I'm as powerful as the Hulk. So now I'm going to well, flip cars and catch rockets. Ha-ha! There's that military mind at work. What is his goal here? The goal has been compromised because because now he's on his third his third hit of this stuff. Okay. I think the uh, the implication is okay, maybe going a little too deep on this, but <laughs> 
I think the implication is is that each one of these times that he's taken the dose, it's compromised his thinking. He's now, I mean, he's not a soldier because he's not obeying commands. He's, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. all of this thing is all just about, I want to destroy things and kill people. So That's all. He's, so is it that, or is he trying to draw out the Hulk? And if he's trying to draw out the Hulk, why is he trying to draw out the Hulk? Oh, with the, with the intention of getting the Hulk. I'm sorry. Yes, absolutely. Okay, yes. why? Why does he, at this point, why does he want the Hulk? He has what he wanted. He has the Hulk's power. So... Why does he even care about the Hulk? Oh, it's revenge? Well, the, the Hulk did... Revenge did, for what? He he, he, he uh, stretched Armstronged him in the chest <laughs> and put him through a tree. <laughs> what do you mean? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but... He, he jacked him in the bottling plant. Oh, no, there's... Doesn't everybody, everyone in, in the inner circle, not the world, but doesn't everybody think that the Hulk has been cured? Because Blonsky slapped him around. Bruce thinks he's cured. Ross thinks he's cured. Oh. Blonsky thinks he's cured. Well... So, oh wait a minute! I don't know. This this is this is one. Of, this is my this is probably my number one problem with this movie is that it gets to this part and it's just like I green, I throw things. Er, come fight me, Hulk! This is not Blonsky at all. Wait, you've thrown me for a loop. It he does he knows that. Yeah, because they talk about this in the commentary too. They talk about the fact that according to Louis Leterrier, Bruce thinks he's cured. Well, and Blonsky would know that. And Blonsky was know because he was right there. He slapped him around and nothing happened and he knows he's in, in captivity and that and he talked to the doctor and stuff too. I mean, I don't know. I, I, this is where the movie starts to fall apart for me because it just this becomes... Is, this is where? You know, two big green action figures slamming... No, like in, in, in this, in, in Act 3 No, of here. course, of like course. It, 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 we're, we're getting, we're, we're leading up to what everybody's waiting for, which is two big green action figures slamming into each other. Yeah, I, I... Reason? This is this is one of those moments where, I mean, if you if you had said this during production, they would have said, yeah, exactly. yeah, go ahead. Get another donut. Yeah. Get out of here. You're fired, writer. Yeah. Get out of here. This, this, we're making a, we're making a thing. movie. I'm a writer. I, I think about character motivations and like, why are we here? Why is he doing this? What is his, what is his thought process behind this? And they kind of went, eh. People want to see big green guys fighting. That's why we're here, right? Well, no. I, that's, why we, that's why you were at nine, minute 90. Clearly, it became that is what this movie became in the third act. I mean, yes. for well, yes. you know, all the forces that we've talked about. Yes. Yeah, because there really is. No, I mean, that's he's not he is not trying to get at this point. It would make no sense for him to be saying his motivation is the Hulk because in he should think that the Hulk is no longer there. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And, you know, having listened to podcasts like this, I know that uh, our audience are just like screaming at their their phones and stuff too like i have an opinion on this too and you didn't think about this thing too well let us know because we we love them yes (laughs) this has been my bugaboo with this movie since i first saw it where it's just this we get to from here on out it's just like all stakes sort of tend to drop all this work developing this emil blonsky character abomination shows up and all that character development is out the window this literally could have been anybody yeah this could have been any character in the movie turn big and green i mean could have just had any soldier that just wander into like hey what are you guys doing with that guy on the table and oh no i've been exposed to a thing and now i'm a monster Rawr! i mean you know it, you know who would have been awesome who? for this leonard yes exactly leonard would have had more of it. betty would have had more emotional stakes ross would have had more emotional stakes as the monster too like they did all this work with blonsky and then completely threw it out the window because it means nothing yeah that is weird oh wow Oh, I, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to think about spar. This it should have been spar, <laughs> spar smash. Speaking of which, is there anything else left in this minute? Is that it? <laughs> that uh, I mean, basically, uh, Ross says, uh, "Get out of there, soldier." Uh, which it's like that's nice. There's two soldiers there, jerk. Uh, but fine. Um, 
This Delta Four. How about all four of them? Come on, man. Uh, and what is they tried to back away. Yeah. The, the, but oh, the problem yeah, is, is because they had taken that bad turn. Uh, I blame Jason Hunter. He was the guy behind the wheel. Uh, and they lost a wheel. So uh, Humvee lost a wheel, and uh, Blonsky got away. No. Uh, the wheel falls off, and so they try to back away, and, and Sparks is up too. And then Blonsky uh, starts making a beeline and starts to basically just like flipping cars out of his way oh, as yeah. he comes running down the, the way, like, headed directly for them. Like, you can shoot me with a rocket? Okay. And let's have a talk. And my really annoying part of this minute, well, now in addition to the part that you just mentioned about the his, his motivation, as you're seeing all of this happen, explosions, cars flipping, everything, yep. the sidewalks are crowded with bystanders. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what is wrong with all of you? Yeah, they're not even have their phones out like they would now. No, <laughs> that's not what ha- you're running away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Big what green scaly deal? thing with a giant neck. Get out of there. No, it actually. But look at the weird spines on his it, back. I want to get a picture. It, it, it actually, I found it annoying because I'm like, <laughs> that's ridiculous. I mean, even when, and I, you know, I think I might have forgotten this mention in a previous minute because I made the hot dog reference. Yeah. We saw him like bowl with oh, a yeah. hot dog cart, yeah, right? That's like, right. That's, and that's the abomination. Yeah. Like, if you saw something do that, not, yeah. no, I'm out of here. I'm, I'm going. Gone. I'm going. I'm going yeah. down to the next block. Yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> I'm he- yeah, I'm, I'm I'm headed for I'm going uptown. Anyway, the abomination take out Delta Four. You'll have to find out in minute ninety one. Wow. So in the meantime, you did mention Spar. I did. You did. What does that make you think of? Once again, Major Spar. Uh, Do, isn't there a, isn't there something that's been sweeping? There, there, there is. There is a uh, there is an internet phenomenon. And the thing is, you know, I I might have started this, but it's really the people. <laughs> Who have taken up this mantle? I am just one voice among many, uh, calling for the 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 right for the injustice that was suffered by Major Spar. And so I am I may have founded it, but like it's really the people who are carrying on the five stars for Spar campaign. I'm not asking for your money. All I'm asking you to do is go to your podcatcher of choice and leave a review for the Marvel Movie Minute. Put down five stars in the review. Just put five stars for Spar in honor of the the sacrifice you made. The most sensible of military people next to Joris Jarsky, the leader of uh, Delta Four. Um, the most sensible of military people who was cut off in her prime. She deserves justice. Five stars for Spar. Do it for the Major. The shamelessness of this podcast. <laughs> it maybe will help has us a little bit now audience too, but it's about spar. It has reached heights that I did not <laughs> think were possible. Oh, in an hour and a half? Yeah, all bets are off from here yeah. on out, baby. <laughs> this entire week, we just want to thank you for listening this entire week, or you know, whenever you've been listening to this these last five episodes, right? Yeah, exactly. We, I know we've been on this rant of like stars, but I mean, it really would. We really would appreciate but, it. I mean, come on, like you know, I mean, a lot of people have done. You, you, you can listen to a, a three-minute you know, uh, YouTube video about The Incredible Hulk, but are they going to talk about Nerf, Ben Stiller, Major Spar, and Delta Four? No, you're only going to get that content here. Is that worth five stars? I think it is. And you know who else thinks it is? Major Spar. <laughs> In the meantime, hope you had a smashing good time, everybody. We'll see you back here for Minute 91. Until next time, true believers. Bye. Yeah. <laughs>